As a business and leadership mentor, wife, and mom, I know that building a legacy business as a high-performing female entrepreneur can be overwhelming when you play many demanding roles in your life. But you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. You can be a powerful, high performer in your career, plus enjoy a fulfilling marriage and be a great mom all at the same time. Join me and my guests every week to get the inside scoop on what it really looks like to build a high growth business while living a life truly aligned with your family and personal values. Hey, hey, and welcome back to the Built to Last show. I'm so excited for our high performance leadership expert guest today, Alexis Lenahan. Welcome to the show, Alexis. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we just uh, found out that uh, we both know my husband. (laughs) (laughs) Sean, uh, who I need to bring on the show. I've not had him on the show yet. Um, But Sean and Alexis are certified through the same company and institute on all things high performance. So I love it when we bring guests on the show who have the credentials and the certification. So you have got that uh, in the bag. I'm really excited for today's conversation on how to win more days. So welcome, Alexis. How about you give our listeners just a little bit of your backstory and catch us up to speed on who you are, uh, how you got to where you are, and what you do with your clients today? Absolutely. So um, as you said, I'm a certified high-performance coach. I've actually been coaching for uh, the better part of uh, 15, 15, 16 years. And I started life coaching back in, oh my goodness, I want to say it was 2007, before it was even a a thing, before people really knew it was just kind of emerging. And I loved it. Uh, But there wasn't enough uh, business at that point for me to, to, you know, make it my full-time business. So I did it alongside a career in higher education and I was a college instructor, college professor. Um, and then I kind of worked my way up through the ranks and I worked in the corporate side. I was director of education for a number of years for a few different colleges and always doing coaching on the side because it was just very much a passion for me. I really enjoyed it. Um, and then I, got married, had a couple of kids. And after my second son, I just realized the corporate life just was not the life for me. It didn't allow me to be the mom that I wanted to be. So I walked away just after uh, my son was a year and started coaching full-time and I opened my own business. And right now I work uh, with high-performing female leaders and uh, we work on a variety of topics, but essentially it's really just getting them to that next level, whatever that looks like for them, um, being able to find time freedom for themselves so that they can live the life that they truly love and enjoy. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And, you know, we're going to talk about how to win more days today. I'm very excited about this topic. Uh, we'll kind of break down like the morning, how we transition, how we close out the day and transition into mommy mode and family mode. We'll kind of take our listeners step-by-step through that. And I think it would be really cool for us to take this angle of you have a family. Um, A lot of our listeners are not just business owners, but they're married. They have children. We all know what's been going on in the world for the last couple of years. And I believe you said your two small children are currently at home because school is happening at home now. So not only do you have a business and you have a business partner, you also have two small children you are yes. working from home. They are now at home with you again for the millionth time. It probably feels like, yes. and you're also a wife. That's a lot. 
And, yeah. you know, I think a lot of us, I'm in, I'm in a similar, I mean, Brighton's in school, but I'm married. We have a daughter as well. It's a lot, Alexis. It's a lot. So yeah. let's just start there. How does a woman like you, like me, like our listeners who has a lot of those responsibilities in life and a lot of responsibilities in business, like what's the mindset that we want to go into this with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're so right in that it does start with mindset. And what I had to do was really take a step back and look at what overall, what kind of life do I want to create for myself now? Because pre-kids, I was a workaholic. Like I would be the first one in, the last one out. Um, I love, I'm that kind of person that just likes to be busy. So I would schedule a lot of things. I have a, you know, I have a great social life. I have a lot of friends. So I'm always scheduling things. And then you have kids and things change. So when, if, if, so if any of your listeners, if you're in this place, it's like, I had to take a step back and say that my natural inclination is to just load up my plate all the time, but I can't because that doesn't allow me to be the kind of mom I want to be the kind of wife I want to be. Um, now it, it's not going to allow me to be the business owner that I want to be. Um, so it's looking at what it is that you want, right? And, you know, there's so much science and everything behind visualization and manifestation. And I believe in it. I also believe you need to take great action following that. But that's to me is that first step is getting super clear on what it is that you want, you know, um, and it's always, it, it's different for everybody. So there's no like cookie cutter answer to this. Um, I wanted to be the type of mom that had a thriving career. I still, I didn't want to lose that part of my life right now, but I also want to be at the soccer games and be at the karate tournaments and be able to do those things. I want to be able to drop my kids off at school and pick them up for as long as I can, you know? So it's, it's starting there and getting super clear on what that looks like for you. Yeah. And that can also change over time. Right. So I think, I love that you said that because that is something that you know, I think we both believe you want to reevaluate that, Mm -hmm. you know, how, and, and, you know, how often do you recommend that someone evaluate, like, what do I want my life to look like right now? Even as your kids get older, like it changes a little bit, you know, once they're in like middle school, once they're in high school, Mm -hmm. you know, you're kind of reevaluating that. So how often do you recommend that someone evaluate, what do I want right now? So that they're moving forward in the way that, that works best for them. Yeah. Great question. I like to do quarterly assessments, right? So every sort of three months, um, I do them in my business anyways. So I just kind of start with my life and then move into the business. Um, but definitely after any major transition, um, if you know that, and so that may be less than, than every quarter, um, you want to be able to look, like you said, even though maybe you don't feel like it's a big transition, but your kids have gone from, um, you know, in daycare to kindergarten or from, you know, we don't have middle school, but we have like from elementary school to high school, or they just become more independent and you're not having to um, do as much. Maybe there's a bigger change in your, in your life, in your personal life. So whenever there's like a big change or a big transition is a really great time to, you know, once you're through it, especially if it's something that's really challenging, get through that and then say, okay, have my priorities changed? right? Given the, the circumstances, have they changed? But I personally like to do it every quarter, having a, a you know, a kind of an overall look through all the major areas of our life. Um, and then for sure, you know, the typical start of a new year, even though 
every day is the start of a new year. It's mm-hmm. kind of that nice reminder if you don't um, schedule it in specifically every quarter. Yeah. I love that you said that because I do think we are kind of trained that the beginning of the year, that's yeah. when you do that. But from one year to the next, there's a lot of transitions in between. Definitely. And it's different for all of us. It could even be business transitions. And sometimes I think when we're not doing this as frequently, like quarterly, you said, we tend to just keep doing things in business and life in the same way we were before. And then we wonder why it's not as effective. Right. So I love the frequency of once a quarter because that's also really manageable. And it's something that people could just go ahead and put in their calendars now to to have that meeting with themselves. I love that. I love that. Okay. So let's kind of pare this down and look at the individual day. Mm. How about we start with the morning? So, you know, the morning kind of sets the tone for the rest of the day. What are your suggestions about how to start our day in the most effective, efficient, high-performance way first thing? Yeah. So there's, again, everyone is a little bit differently, but it is a little bit different, but in terms of a morning routine, you want it to energize you. You want it to get to, you want it to get you into the right frame of mind to take on the day. So thinking about what does that for you? Um, and then incorporating those activities into your morning routine. And it is so important to have a morning routine. I know that phrase morning, it gets thrown around and people are probably sick of hearing it, but how many of you just sort of wake up, you know, hit the alarm, brush your teeth, get dressed, make your coffee and just be like, well, start, start the day. But there's no, you don't kind of take a a minute for that transition between sleeping and wake and then preparing yourself for the day. So things like putting on music, I have a a portable music in my, um, sorry, speaker in my shower, like a a Bluetooth, and I play music during my shower. I'm showering anyways. I have a great playlist um, that I'm really, you know, lifted up through music. So that's one for me that gets me going first thing in the morning. Um, if there's something um, like an inspirational passage from a book, a poem, even a quote or something like that, where you can say to yourself to get yourself, you know, going motivated, excited for the day, build that into your routine. Um, you know, the idea of vision boards, or it's the same kind of concept. You have to do it consistently and you have to make sure that it actually does something like you kind of have a visceral reaction to it for it to really work. Mm -hmm. Um, And then of course, in the morning routine, you want to do things that fuel your body. So uh, whether that is getting a workout in, or even just, even just like, you know, you've got a a dog or something, and it's a quick brisk walk around the the block. If you don't have time to work out or um, something to get the blood going and taking care of yourself. um, First thing, hydrating, having a good, uh, good breakfast or something to fuel your body. So just sort of thinking like mind, body, spirit, what are things that can mm. get all three areas in the right place for you to take on the day? Yeah. Okay. I love this and I can actually use some help with this. So let's kind of do like a little hot seat. Sure. Uh, I, okay. We're moms. Yep. Got a lot of moms listening. We all know how important the morning routine is when you're a mom, Lots of times, like the first thing we're doing is we're helping our kids get ready for school. Yes. And I will tell you how I wake up in the morning. <laughs> Sean wakes up first. He wakes up Brighton. She's 11, goes into a room, wakes her up. She loves for her, her dad to wake her up. Like that's the thing. It's not mommy. It's dad wakes her up. We've always done that. And I stay in bed a little bit longer. I'm a little grumpy in the morning. 
not, I'm going to admit that. <laughs> and if I, I mean, I love to sleep too. And then Brighton, which also I just sort of, my mommy heart loves it so much because she's 11 and it's probably not going to happen much longer. She comes and bursts into the room after she has her breakfast. She jumps on top of me in the bed and she's like, mommy, wake up, wake up. And I'm already awake. I'm just not up. And sometimes I think I just stay there because I want her to come and do that. And I just love it. And I love my, she'll give me like 10 seconds of morning snuggles. Yeah. And then my attention is really on making sure she gets, she loves to help me get her dressed, even though she can do it on her own. So I go straight into her room. I help her gather her school clothes. I make her lunch. Then I go get my exercise clothes on. Then I go work out. So my wake up in the morning is rather abrupt. And it's like, it's focused on my kid, not like an hour of meditation and this and that and that. So if you'll like speak into a little bit, the, the women like us, I mean, you're better at it than me because you coach people on this who are like, but my kids get all my attention first thing in the morning. I don't have time to do this morning routine thing. Uh-huh. Will you speak into that a little bit? Yeah. First is just the idea of the routine. You have a morning. That is your morning routine, right? We all yeah. have a morning routine. So whether you say, I don't, you know, it, and, and hey, that sounds like a great way to wake up. And you're right, is that it's probably not going to last forever. So I say enjoy it. If it brings you joy first thing in the morning, that's a wonderful way to start your day. Um, is, is there other things that you would like to be able to do in the morning? Because it sounds like to me, you've got like your cuddles in the morning, which are wonderful, is going to give you that like oxytocin and those good, you know, feel good hormones. And you've got your workout going in there. Um, is there something you feel is missing for yourself in, in that morning? Oh, that's a really good question. That's a really good question. Ah, okay. I'll, I'll tell you what it is after we work out, then we come home. Then that's like, we get home around like nine 15 from the gym because we take Brighton to school together as well. We work out together at the gym. We get home around nine 15 and then I do breakfast. Then it's getting ready. So it's shower. If I have to wash my hair, it takes a little bit longer. If I don't wash my hair, obviously I can do it pretty fast. And then I'm kind of like backed right up against now it's, it's between 10, 10 30, almost pushing 11. And my day starts, you know, I got to sit down and like, talk to people, coach people, interview people. And right. so I do feel like I will get to trend. Maybe this is a good segue also into transitions. Cause I know you help people with transitions. I think I feel like I don't really have a good transition to set the tone for my work day. Yes. And I'm just like going straight into it. And sometimes I feel a little rushed. Yeah. Yeah. No. And Hey, like I said, if you're, if that is working for you up until that point, that is great. Now is time to carve out the time between your, your personal morning routine and then, and then starting your work day. So that may just look like 15 or 20 minutes coming in before your first appointment. Are you appointment based? Like, you know, okay. 11 o'clock you've got. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, you know, working backwards so that you have uh, about, you know, 15 to 20 minutes um, to do something for yourself to get recentered, to maybe set an intention for your that first appointment that you have or that first activity you're going to jump into. Um, I'll share with you quickly what I do to start my work day. And I've been doing this for years is I have a little notebook and I write down the three things I'm grateful for that day. And then I write down the five things that I've accomplished Now, spoiler alert, I have not accomplished them. They are very big, huge, massive dreams that I have. Um, Some of them are work, like professional work related. Some of them are personal, Um, you know, and I write them down as if I've achieved, as if I've already achieved them. 
accomplish them. Um, for me, that's like, it gets me focused on work. Like, what am I working towards today? If I'm coaching, if I'm doing, uh, if I'm doing an interview like this, if I'm teaching, whatever it is, it helps to get me in that place of the person that I am working towards becoming and who do I need to show up as right now? So that for me is like, it takes me five minutes. Like it's not a lot of time, but it's super, super impactful. So is there, is there something like that where, you know, maybe you, it's a matter of taking a few breaths. Maybe it is a visualization or something that can help get you connected to why you do what you do. Mm, I love that. I'm going to adopt what you do. do (laughs) It's so good. I started with just gratitude and then I added the accomplishments. And that was like the thing that really got me fired up. Yeah. I love that. Alexis, this is the first time I've, I've been thinking about this for a while and I'm like, so glad this just worked out. (laughs) I've been thinking for a while when I interview people, it's like, I want to do somehow sort of incorporate like this real life in the moment, you know, not just like teaching and telling, but like, let's actually like, Hey, I could use some help with this. I just think that's Mm -hmm. so real. And so thank you for that. And the other thing i that I want people to recognize that just demonstrated is that it's not hard. It's really simple. It doesn't have to take three hours. Cause I'm not one of those people that I'm not doing a three hour morning routine. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not doing meditation for three hours. I'm not going to do meditation journal and like Kumbaya for three hours. It doesn't work for me. I no. need someone to kind of guide me. I'm like five minutes. What's the five minute thing I can do or 10 mm-hmm. or whatever. So I love that, that it can be short. And I also love that you demonstrated it. You can be flexible with it. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to be so rigid. And I think that when it comes to scheduling and creating the calendar that people feel or they think, which then leads to the feeling that they're in a straight jacket and then they just don't even do it. So thank you for demonstrating how quick and easy Mm -hmm. that was. And then the recipient just has to be willing to implement it, right? Because that's right. when it that's when it actually works. Okay, so yeah. that's the morning routine. Yep. And then I know that you also help. We well, we already started talking about transitions. Yes. So let's dive into transitions. What does that mean, mm-hmm. and why are they important for us to have throughout our day? For sure. So transitions are the time when you are finishing one activity and then going into the next. There is always a transition there. For most people, if you are working from home, you're maybe jumping from Zoom meeting to Zoom meeting to Teams meeting, uh, and then you're in your inbox to check to see what you've missed, and then you're jumping over here to do some work, and then you're back in another meeting. There's no Those transitions in between are so small, and there's nothing in there to help you kind of pull things together, refocus, re-sort of align your energy for the next activity. Because if you're in a Zoom meeting, let's say, and it's it's frustrating. Let's say that the conversation is kind of gets your blood going. Now you're jumping into the next call without even just taking a minute or two, you're going to bring that energy into the next call without even realizing it. Even if you're like, Oh, thank God that's done. Now I'm over here. That energy inside your like coursing through your veins is still going to come out in that next activity or worse. If you were going to dive into creative work, that negative energy that has come from that meeting is not going to allow you to be at your creative best. Unless you take some time, release that tension, take a few minutes for yourself, set an intention for how you want to show up in the next activity. And I mean, I'm with you when you were saying like, I don't have time for a three hour morning routine. I got two little kids or four and seven. I need things to be quick and effective. And this idea of mastering transitions, 
um, has been so just critical in me being able to maintain energy as I move from one activity to the next. And there is a longer version, but I don't have time for the longer version. So that, you know, you take a 20 minute release meditation, then you set the intention to move in. I take about two minutes, like that is it. And I close my eyes. I do some deep, a couple deep breaths. And for me, I've shared this before, and it's kind of weird to say out loud, but give it a try because it might work for you as well. If there's particular like frustrations and tensions I'm holding on to, like a certain person that was in the last meeting or an idea that I can't get out of my head, when I release and I exhale, I actually think about like releasing and that person's face or that idea of whatever it is. I'm actually thinking about breathing it out of my body. For some reason, it sounds ridiculous, but for some reason, it's super helpful. And I just do that for two minutes. And then whatever I'm going into next, I just think, okay, how do I want to approach this next activity? What energy do I want to bring in? If it's another call, I might be like, part of what I believe or what I want to bring to the world is joy. And just, uh, I want to create a fun space with, you know, whoever is with me, I want them to feel good when they leave. So I think about that. I'm like, I'm just going to bring in some joy. I'm going to bring in some fun. I'm going to bring in a big smile into this next meeting. And I feel like it five minutes ago, but now I do right now. I've released that tension and takes about two, three minutes tops. Yeah. And it's super, super effective. Now the transition that this helped me out with the most and really changed my marriage, changed the type of mom that I am was the transition between work and family life. And I started this years ago when I was working outside of the outside of the home and I would have a really long commute. And sometimes I'd be stuck in traffic for anywhere from two to three hours sometimes. And needless to say, I wouldn't be in the best mood when I walk through the front door. And oftentimes my husband would be here. He finished work early and he'd say, oh, how was your day? And I'm like, oh, the traffic. And that'd be the first thing out of my mouth. Right. Um, and I would just kind of carry. I just couldn't wait to get out of the car. And that's what I brought into the house. So I started doing this two, three minute release technique in my driveway before I even got out of the car. Now my kid, my husband's home with like a toddler, (laughs) a toddler and a baby. And he's like, get out of the car. What are you doing in there? But I would just take two minutes and I I would, again, think about how do I, what's the first thing I want to say? What do I want to bring into the home? And I would think about good energy. I would release that tension from the commute or release the tension from my day and be like, I'm going to bring in fun. And before my husband would even say, how is your day? I would already know what I was going to say or do when I got in there. Yes. So it eliminated that whole bringing in those frustrations from the day inside. Yep. And it completely changed, right? Because if yours all of a sudden saying, oh, my day was terrible, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, you, you're not the only one. And it would start that kind of conversation. This is what happened my day today. And now we're both back in that place mm-hmm. versus choosing the energy that you're going to bring in. And it yeah. completely change the game for us. Yeah. So what it sounds like is you have already pre-planned tools and techniques, you know, you're going to use at certain times of transition. Um, you know, I think that just having a plan in place, having already pre-decided and pre-planned, this is the tool, this is the technique. And these yes. are the, these are the places when and where I'm going to use them. You know, that kind of takes out the whole decision fatigue or complaining about it or not knowing what to do and then being disciplined enough to follow through. I, you know, I'll be honest. I really think that 
a lot of this stuff that we're talking about, it's not hard. No, but we make it seem like it's such of this monumental thing, but just put a plan in place and just be disciplined with it. And, you know, I think that's what a lot of people honestly need to hear, be disciplined enough to follow through with it. And it will make your life so much better on the other side. Absolutely. And start small. I mean, you don't have to do it for every single transition. Although if you really want to make this a practice and you work, you, it will become a habit that you yeah. just you push away from your desk. You take those couple uh, deep breaths and it, you will do it. But to start, start with the biggest transitions, like from your morning, your personal morning routine into your work day and out of your work day, yep. start there and just commit to doing those two things. Cause they're kind of clear cut, you know, start and stop times. Yep. I love it. So you, you know, and then, and then say, okay, now I'm going to do it if I'm, you know, before I go into a meeting, if I'm going to be with other people, especially if you're working from home, you know, that's kind of a, a, a clearer transition than every single activity that you do throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I love it. All right. So third topic. So we've talked about morning routine. We've talked about transitions. The third one, let's talk about in terms of how do I win more days, the mm-hmm. schedule and the calendar. I'm yes. going to prep it with this. You and I love words like calendar and schedule. And you probably also love the word structure, which is exactly, that's the name of our company, Structured Freedom, right? So you and I love that. It's like we were kind of born for that kind of stuff. And you and I both probably also hear from clients and people who we work with. Again, it's like that straight jacket thing. And people will say, well, I don't work well with a calendar. I don't work well with a schedule. I just want to be flexible. I just want to go with the flow. Mm. I imagine you and I have a very different idea of what actually creates freedom and flow and flexibility, <laughs> structure and calendars and schedules. Yes. So how do you recommend uh, someone approach their calendar and their schedule from the perspective of this is designed to help me win more days? Yes. So great. So I am that person now, but I wasn't always. Oh, I good was to that know. person that resisted. I was like, I'm a free spirit. I need to just be able to do what I want. I love spontaneity. I love just deciding in the moment what to do. But when I realized, like you said, the, the secret is to structure your day. It actually creates more time for you to be spontaneous. It creates more time freedom for you to do whatever it is that you want. And it reduced my stress so significantly because I wasn't forgetting things. I wasn't getting to the end of the day or the end of the week and be like, oh, I didn't make that appointment or I forgot to call that person. But like I was, there was so much less stress going throughout my days and weeks when I started to really take my calendar serious and seriously. And now I live and breathe through the thing I put in my calendar, everything. Like if you were to look at my calendar, you would see like, hot tub. Like I schedule because if I don't, I won't do it. So looking at something we call time blocking, this is where you're not just blocking off nine to five for work. You're blocking off nine to 10 to work on a specific activity. You know, 10 to 12 is a specific activity. So you know exactly what you're working on and when, and you're structuring every day like this. When you do that, and and, and by the way, I'm also blocking in family time, alone time, self-care time, all of that is being structured in. And I even schedule in my spontaneity. (laughs) That's ridiculous. That is, it sounds my, my business partner laughs all the time. Uh, Schedule your spontaneity as they do, because on the weekends, on a Saturday, I don't want to have things on my calendar, but I schedule nothing on my calendar, right? It's intentional. It's not like I just don't. 
Um, there's blocks of time where I want to be like, we're all home. What do you want to do? Do you want to go to Niagara Falls? Do you want to go here? Do you want to go to a play place? Like, you know, I like to have that, that spontaneous freedom as well. So, but that only comes because I got everything I needed to get done during the week. And my mind's not at work because Mm -hmm. everything I put on my calendar, I did. Right. Or the most important things that I identified as priorities in the beginning of the week. So looking at your calendar, blocking those things in. And, you know, I always suggest starting with your when you're if you're going to approach time blocking and this type of scheduling of your entire life is take a few minutes and identify what are what are your values in life right now? What are things that are really important to you? And then thinking back, are, are those things regularly showing up on your calendar? And when we think of values, it's it's beyond business, right? It's it's what is important to us to, that makes our life full. It makes our life feel good and fulfilled. So, you know, for me, that is family. That is my friends that are family. That is my health. Um, it's adventure. I love to travel and I love to, you know, have experiences. That's something I really value in life. So when I think and I, you know, I've got about five or six major values I look to make sure those are showing up repeatedly throughout my weeks. And so every single day, I know I'm touching, I'm tapping into something that's really important to me. And when you do that, you get that sense of meaning, you get that sense of fulfillment each and every day. And it could be something different each and every day, but you're starting to to feel that fulfillment more days, right? And we say win more days because we're not going to win every single day. Somebody said, you should, you should call it win every day. I'm like, but that's not realistic, but we want to win more days. Mm. And when we do this and we schedule and we have a bit of structure, we can look back and say, whoo, that day didn't go well, or that week did not go well. Why? And we can actually learn from our mistakes or learn from the things that we, you know, if we didn't honor a particular uh, appointment or a, a particular, um, priority or whatever is we put in there. Okay. What happened as a result of that? And then we can learn and do better for next week. Yeah. So beautiful. You do such a good job of, of making it come across in such an attractive way, Oh, (laughs) you know, because it really like the way that you describe it, it's like, it is going to give me what I've been looking for, searching for what I say I want. Mm -hmm. So when we really just let the guard down and we, we let go of the control or like the resistance, mm-hmm. um, you just do such a beautiful job of that. Um, oh, yeah. So thank you for sharing everything that you've shared today. I know that there are probably some business leaders and entrepreneurs listening to this, like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I need in my life right now. So how can people find you? Where can they find you? Um, give it, give us the scoop. Yes, absolutely. We're on all social media channels. Uh, Goal Set Coach is our business. Um, I I also have my own uh, profiles out there as well, just under my name, Alexis Lenahan. And if um, we actually offer a a free masterclass, it's uh, these bite-sized kind of training videos delivered right to your your inbox for busy, especially we we did it with busy moms in mind. Um, And uh, they can go to iLeadWithExcellence.com and sign up and you get these trainings right to your uh, inbox. And then from there, it actually, we provide links of uh, how to follow us in other, in other areas as well. Awesome. That uh, that's in the show notes below. So you can click that. You can go follow Alexis, find out more, download those masterclasses and, and bite-sized videos and uh, get your structure on. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. Awesome. Thanks for being with us today, Alexis. 
Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for tuning into the Built to Last show. If you're loving the show and have gotten any value out of it for your business and life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews helps us get more visibility and reach more people just like you. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs by helping them grow their businesses in a way that aligns with their life, family, and core values. Thank you so much for being part of our community and tuning into the show each week.